bow our heads for prayer. Gracious and loving Father in heaven, in the midst of this Advent season, we prepare for the gift of your Son, our Savior Jesus. We pray that through your Spirit and the power of your Word, you would touch our hearts, that we would truly prepare that we would hear the call to repentance and a reminder of what it means to live a life of faith. Lord, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Second week of Advent, as we heard earlier, we focus on peace. It's also traditionally the Sunday that sometimes is also known as John the Baptist Sunday. And those two might seem to be a little bit at odds because John the Baptist is hanging out around the Jordan River, calling people to repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The confusion, I suppose, comes with an understanding of what is this whole idea of peace. What does it mean that Jesus comes to be the Prince of Peace? You see, when we hear the word peace, we are thinking for the most part of a cessation of hostilities in this world. That people would quit fighting with each other. That we might have, and Sarah alluded to it, uh, political harmony in our nation. That we might have people all on the same page. That nations would no longer fear other nations and that conflicts would cease. I ask you, is that the definition of the gospel of peace? No. In fact, Jesus said, I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. How do we reconcile those two things because you see they seem to be in conflict with one another why would the prince of peace say he comes to bring a sword not peace because you see the peace that passes all of our human understanding the peace of Christ the prince of peace is all about our relationship with God. The gospel of peace is a gospel that understands the only way that we can be at peace with God is to have the forgiveness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The season of Advent 
is a season of preparation. Even though we talk about joy, it's also a season of, of reflection upon who we are as human beings. And we know that if we examine ourselves, well, to use the analogy, which glass of water would we be? Anybody have <clears throat> guts enough to answer correctly? The beer glass. That is not beer, Bob. Well, that glass anyway. That glass anyway. Yeah. When our Old Testament lesson talks about purifying. When we hear in our gospel lesson about John the Baptist calling people to repentance, we understand that we are a sinful people. And we can't remove our own sin and that sin separates us from God. That sin destroys relationship. That sin puts us at strife with each other. And it brings our will into conflict with God's will for us. Without thinking it, we sometimes revert back into that behavior of it's my life. I'll do what I want. And we are apart from God. This season of Advent is an opportunity to hear the words of Scripture as we are called to return to the Lord our God. It is those words at the end of our Old Testament lesson, return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. It is that call of John the Baptist to return to the Lord, to understand what the Lord calls us to in living our lives. You see, the word of God is very clear. We have a God who loves us, a God who's always working in our lives to draw us closer to him, and yet so often our hearts of selfishness and pride and envy and slander keep us apart from him. And so he keeps chipping at our hearts by his word. And sometimes when we hear that word read to us or we are reading it ourselves, it convicts our hearts and we realize where we're at. And we begin to understand that we need a Savior Jesus, a Savior who comes to purify our hearts with his own precious blood. A Savior who dies on the cross for our sins. A Savior who washes us clean and purifies us so that we look more like the clear water than the muddy water. So that we are a people who then have the refreshing gospel of Jesus Christ to give to the world. 
and not simply to hold it to ourselves. You see, this gift of the Christ child that we are going to celebrate in a couple of weeks, this child comes not so that we can just feel oohs and ahs at the gift of a baby, but that we can understand that this baby grows up to die on a cross for our sins so that we can have a transformed life, that we can live in a way that impacts the world around us with a peace that passes all of our human understanding. For what God calls us to be and what God calls us to do is to be a people of peace. And so often what we have done is we have taken that term a peace, and we have used it wrong. You see, the way we as Christians have understood peace is, I can keep my faith to myself and that will avoid all conflict. I won't tell anybody about Jesus because that might offend them. And we hold that the peace that Christ is calling us to is that worldly peace. Wrong. You see, that's what he means when he says, I have not come to bring peace, not a worldly peace. I've come to bring the sword, which means that there are going to be people who are opposed to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That people are going to run around saying, I don't want to hear it, because if I hear it, I might have to change. People are not going to want to hear it because they want life on their terms, not on God's terms. Isn't it ironic that this Prince of Peace, that the message of the gospel that comes to us in this babe of Bethlehem, that the whole message of peace has been so corrupted by our world that the celebration of the Prince of Peace has been corrupted right along with it. We'll celebrate Christmas, but we're not going to celebrate Christ. Really? Happy holidays. Really? Let me ask you this. If you strip Christ out of Christmas, what is there to be happy about? That you get three weeks off from school? Parents are going, that doesn't make me happy. <laughs> it's all over holiday parties at work and elsewhere. You know, statistically we know that this season of Advent and Christmas is the most stressful time for people. It's stressful because oftentimes they have to deal with family issues that are buried the rest of the year. It's stressful because they have to try to fit in all of these activities into a limited amount of time. It's stressful because they take their eyes off of the gift.
See, peace, peace is all about Jesus. It's not about the Christmas trees or the packages, parties, the cookies, the candy and the food, decorations. It's almost as if we keep trying to cover up the baby Jesus with everything else so that somehow he becomes secondary. The peace that we seek in our lives the release of the stress. It all comes from finding the Christ child, the message of the gospel, the good news of salvation that comes to us because we cannot purify our own hearts. We need a Savior to do that for us. This King that comes to bring us peace. He does it on his terms, not our terms. And he grabs our hearts. He washes them clean. Transforms our lives and says, be my messengers of peace to a world of trouble. Be my Believers, share your faith, no matter what the world says. Be a people who put Christ in Christmas and you keep him there and who aren't afraid to share it. Found it ironic yesterday. I was at Big Lots to buy a couple of things for decorating the house. And the lady in front of me had her shopping cart filled with those, those animals that are kind of lit up that you put in your front yard, and every one of them was unicorns. And she said to the checkout gal, and she had like six of them stacked high in the cart. She said, must be the season of unicorns. And without thinking, I said to her, I don't remember unicorns in the Christmas story in the Bible. And the clerk just smiled and she said, neither do I. And I said, it's a season all about Jesus. We gotta stand up for the truth, speak the truth. And I guarantee you this, you will not find a unicorn in my front yard. <laughs> and now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus our Lord in whose name we celebrate
in whose name we live, in whose name we walk, for he indeed is the Prince of Peace. Amen.